0: You're listening to the Fitness Matters Podcast with Paula B, and this is episode number 83, Thinking Versus Doing. Well, hello, hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of the Fitness Matters Podcast, where every single week we talk about the fitness matters that matter to you. And I know that this title is a little bit oblique and maybe you don't think it actually applies to you but I tell you what it absolutely does they all do whether you know it or not <laughs> this is this is really sort of my my MO here I try really hard to make sure that every single episode actually applies to you actually matters to you sometimes you have to do a little bit of mental finagling and sometimes you just have to press play I mean honestly that's really what it comes down to even on the ones where you like eh, I don't think this applies to me it always does there's always some it in here that you can make work in your life. And thank you for listening, especially when you click play on the ones that you're like, I don't know, I don't I don't think I do much thinking, or I don't think I do much doing, or whichever way it goes. This one definitely matters to you. And before we get into it, let me also tell you, thank you for those of you who have been leaving ratings and reviews, really specifically on iTunes, but apparently Spotify and even Podbean maybe has places to rate and review. I. Again, I don't really use a whole lot of those different places. I'm most familiar with iTunes, and I really appreciate it because every time you leave a rating or a review, it helps whichever podcast platform you are on, it helps them realize that hey, this is a good podcast, and I can recommend it to other listeners. And the more people who listen, the more people who get this stuff, the easier everything will be for all of us. Because you know, here's here's the real crux of why I do what I do. Do. I was thinking about this recently and I am going to get to the topic, but I was thinking about why I do what I do. And here's why. This mindset work has helped me so much in my life. In fact, you can even you can even see that. Not necessarily if you've been around for a while, but like if you go back and look at like my old videos or really specifically my old videos or my old like blog posts, I guess, where I knew that I had something to say but I didn't I didn't really put myself Out there, I had a lot of drama about who I was and what I was saying and what I was doing, and I wasn't very clear on my vision for what I wanted to do and how I wanted to be helpful. I was trying really hard to help everybody, and unfortunately, when you help everybody, you actually kind of help nobody. When I was trying to make videos for everybody, they were really uneven and really unclear and really, truly not helpful. And yet through doing this kind of mindset work and getting really clear on who I help and how I help and how I am, I guess, deserving of the success that comes along with helping people, it's very clear to me, that once I started feeling better about myself, I actually felt better about everybody in the world and it helps me spread this message of how you can feel good so that you can feel good and spread your goodness out in the world. It's kind of amazing to me how you know, we all worry, and this is a topic for another podcast, but we all kind of worry about getting too big for our britches. We all kind of worry about like, well, I can't feel too good because then I'll just be an arrogant jerk. I have found the exact opposite to be true. The better I feel about myself, the better I feel about literally everybody else in the world, specifically you and how how this mindset stuff matters to you. <laughs> so let's talk about thinking versus doing. Here's what I mean by this. I had a client many, many, many years ago when I used to go to people's houses. I almost said I almost said I had an old client, <laughs> but, but that's not a very nice thing to say. I had a former client that I used to work with when I used to do in-home personal training. And I... I loved her, because I love everybody, but also she drove me crazy, (laughs) and I say this with love, because at the time I wasn't doing any mindset work, and so I really thought that the things that she was doing were responsible for my feelings. In fact, I had thoughts about her and what she was doing that were creating my sense of frustration. But anyways, this client was very determined to be prepared for everything. She spent a lot of time planning ahead and prepping and getting ready and like making sure that she had all her ducks in a row and she asked me a lot of questions about okay now in this eventuality what should I do here what should I do there and she was really really focused on being ready on getting ready. And yet she really struggled when when it came time to actually getting results that she just really didn't lose weight. She had a lot of very uneven success. She would lose a little and then gain it back and then lose a little and then gain it back. And she really, really struggled to find her footing. And again, to be fair, this was before I had created the 5-0 method. So this was before I had a lot of a lot of data, frankly, to work with. I mean, she was one of my very early clients. And before I had a lot of real conviction about exactly how to get the results that you're looking for. And most importantly, this was before I really understood how much the calories in mattered and how to get your exact number of calories in to make sure that you're eating the right amount. As it turns out, if I had to guess, I mean, looking back now, if I had to guess, I would say that she was probably eating too little because I didn't know what to recommend. Anyway, that part's kind of neither here nor there, but but she was always focused on getting ready and prepping and planning and really struggled to get the weight loss results that she was looking for. And I notice this, I notice this a lot now in different places, like sometimes in the Killer Beehive, which is my super private, very supportive Facebook group, or in comments on YouTube, on the videos where, which by the way, just by the way, hey, if you don't know who I am, I'm Paula B. (laughs) I'm your best middle-aged fitness friend. In addition to having this podcast, I have an entire... 900 plus video catalog available to you on YouTube of exercise videos. And and now more I'm getting into like mindset and lifestyle type videos, but I would say probably at least 850 of my videos, if not more, are full length follow along workouts. But anyways, I'll have people leave comments about things like, I'm having so much trouble drinking all my water. What can I do to fix this? or or I'll have people when you know it's time for Q&A ask me questions about okay here is what I'm doing I've got this duck in a row and that duck in a row these are all the things that I'm doing why aren't I getting results why can't I lose weight what's going on and I think it's really fascinating how much we all want to focus on what we are doing or in some cases, not doing. And I, I was gonna include that in the title of this episode, which I, I didn't because thinking versus doing or not doing, I think that made it even more confusing. But I wanna be really clear here that sometimes when we're not getting the results that we are looking for, it's because we are not doing something. Really specifically like the person who's saying, I'm having so much trouble drinking my water. They've noticed that they're not drinking their water and they're wondering what to do about it. But what I really wanna focus on is how we all, we all focus on the doing or not doing part of the equation of getting results. And it's absolutely true. I'm not gonna deny that what you do and don't do is how you get results. But here's what I wanna be really, really, really clear about in our conversation today. What you do or don't do doesn't exist in a vacuum. There's a chain of events that gives you results, and doing is only one part of that. In fact, it's the third link in a four-link chain. You are missing the other two parts, and they go in order. So what you are doing or not doing, yes, absolutely, gets you results. But you don't just magically out of the blue, out of the ether, do or not do the things that you do or don't do. What comes first is neither the chicken nor the egg. The thing that comes first is your thought. My friends, we have talked about this before, and this is the point in the episode when I'm going to point you in the direction of I don't know what number it is. I really could have looked this up, and I did not. I did not, and you know why? Because I didn't think about it. <laughs> The episode is How to Change. I think it's 35. It's somewhere in the 30s, if I'm not mistaken. I'm gonna memorize it one of these days. How to Change really dives deep into the whole chain of events that leads you to results. And I would love for you to go, to listen, go and listen to that. I've got a short, brief synopsis today, and I'm gonna explain why it's so important that you understand the whole chain of events. My friends, You don't just do things. What you do before that is you feel something. And what you do before that is you think something. And I wanna be really clear here that you don't always notice the thought or the feeling before you do something. It's why we're also focused on the doing. We really understand the very close connection between doing and getting results. And we don't always notice the thought and the feeling, especially because for lots of us, for lots of us, we grew up hearing that your feelings are like, they're just kind of throw away. They're not really good for you or bad for you that you really don't wanna show your feelings. You don't necessarily need to acknowledge your feelings. Feelings are just the soft stuff. They're not, they're not how we get things done. They're not how we get results in our life. We get results by doing. But my friends, the reason we do or don't do things is because of what we are feeling. And your feelings also do not just come out of the ether for no reason whatsoever. Your feelings are created by your thoughts. Now, here's the point in the episode. Where I'm gonna point you to another episode because why wouldn't you go listen to at least two, or in fact, I already know that I'm gonna refer you to another one, at least three other episodes. Well, because, because all of these episodes eventually all work together for this body of knowledge that can really help us change. But here's the episode that I'm gonna point you to right now. It's where do your thoughts come from? Because I know that if you're listening to this, you're like, okay, if my thoughts create my feelings and my feelings create my actions and then my actions, finally, on the other end, get me my results, what do, what do I do with these thoughts? Where do they come from? How do, I, how do I get the right thoughts? Well, your thoughts come from different places. Your thoughts come from what essentially might be considered the ether, but it's not entirely. We are, we are constantly thinking. You've been thinking since you were born. You've had lots of thoughts kind of handed to you in one way or another through the things that you've learned from your parents, the things that you've learned from media and social media, other people that you know in real life, books that you have read, all of the different inputs that you have taken in throughout your life have helped to create your thoughts. Your thoughts, I mean, technically speaking, are just bursts of electricity, neural neurons firing in your brain. But your thoughts are really, really, really powerful. And when we ignore them, it is to our own peril, truly. When you don't hear or don't acknowledge your thoughts and those thoughts create feelings that some of us also don't hear or acknowledge, even though you wouldn't necessarily hear, you would feel your feelings. They're always working in the background, your thoughts and your feelings, whether you notice them or acknowledge them or embrace them or love them or direct them on purpose or not. Your thoughts and your feelings are driving your actions. So when you come to my Facebook group and you have a question like, hey, I'm having so much trouble drinking my water, what can I do? I've noticed, because we're all so, so in tune with the actions and the doing part in order to get results, I've noticed that most of the advice that people will give you is something along the lines of, set an alarm, or get a really nice water bottle, or remind yourself why it's such a great idea to drink water. We have lots of doing steps to help you do something else really sound like they're helpful thoughts. Remind yourself why it's a good idea to drink water. That sounds really helpful. But the the reason why you are not getting results that you are looking for is twofold. Number one is because you might not be noticing all the results that you actually are getting. This is the point in the podcast where I'm gonna refer you to the episode that I think is just titled Results? I don't remember for sure, maybe it's getting results. I'll, I'll look it up. All of the links of anything I ever talk about are always gonna be in the show notes or the description box below. Wherever you're watching or listening, there is some way to get at the notes that has the links to the other versions of the podcast or the other episodes of the podcast that I'm talking to you about. But you might not be re- noticing the results that you are getting because my friend, all of your actions and in actions get you results. All of the things that you do create some kind of result for you in your life. But what you wanna do in order to get the results that you actually want, the results that you're looking for, the results that you are trying on purpose to create in your life, is to not focus so much on what you are doing. And I know that that sounds like crazy and counterintuitive advice, because of course the way to get results is to do something, right? My friends, the way to get results is to notice what you are thinking. Longtime listeners have heard me say that once or twice before, maybe even three, four, five, a dozen times, maybe even more than that. When you notice what you are thinking, it will be very clear what results you are getting. My dear friend, my former client, who was always planning and prepping and getting ready, had thoughts like, I'm not ready. And therefore, from the I'm not ready, felt cautious, I think is the emotion that I'm gonna describe for that, And from that cautious feeling was constantly doing things like prepping, planning, thinking, going over, trying to prepare and get ready, and yet not really following through. The actions that she wasn't doing were things like actually tracking her calories, actually eating what she intended to eat or following through on exercise or water or sleeping. Her thought was I'm not ready. Her feeling was cautious. Her actions were prepping and trying to get ready and also not following through on the things that she intended to do because she didn't think she was ready. And what she created was a situation in which she was not getting weight loss results because all she was doing was trying to get ready. She was creating for herself a situation in which she was not ready to get weight loss results because of her thought. I'm not ready does not create weight loss results. How about the person who says, I'm having so much trouble drinking my water. What can I do? Well, my friends, I don't know if you caught it, but it was right there in the question. I'm having trouble drinking my water. When you have a thought like I'm having trouble, that creates a feeling of it's going to be different for different people for me personally and i think we've discussed this several times i couldn't i couldn't point you in the direction of another episode in which i know for sure i talked about this but i feel like i've mentioned it a couple of times my my go-to feeling like when in doubt i'm always going to aim for sad like just that's just how it is with me it's it's a well-worn path in my mind lots of thoughts create sadness for me, probably because it's a feeling that I'm very willing to feel, so therefore it's water flowing downstream. So for me personally, I'm having trouble creates a feeling of sadness, creates a feeling of kind of almost defeat, like, oh, I'm having trouble with that. For you personally, and I'd like you to take a moment here, honestly, and really tune in. What does I'm having trouble create for you? maybe anger or frustration or defeat, sadness, really tune in and listen because what you do or don't do is going to come from that feeling. For me personally, sadness tends to be a very closed in, closed down sort of feeling. I end up not doing things from a feeling of defeat. I end up not... Drinking my water, for example. Not looking for solutions, not creating a solution for myself, but maybe mulling over about why this is a problem, why it's hard for me, thinking and ruminating. For me, a feeling of defeat is a very... I call it a sit and spin feeling because that's what I do. I sit down, I'm not doing anything active. I'm not up and going out and doing things. I'm a very sitting still and spinning. I go around and around in my mind about why it's a problem, why I'm a problem, why this will always be a problem, why I never create results for myself. Those are the kind of spinning thoughts that I have. For me personally, a feeling of defeat leads to sit and spin actions and inactions. In which case, I would create for myself a situation in which I'm having a problem because I've created zero solutions. A feeling of defeat does not create solutions. It does not get you doing the things that you wanna do in order to figure out your water problem because you think you have a problem. You think you have trouble drinking your water. How about anybody who asks me questions about why they're not getting results? Did you catch the thought on that one? Yeah, it's that simple. I'm not getting results. My friends, when you think you are not getting results, you will not get results. You will not get the results that you want, really specifically, because of course you're getting results. I mean, again, the episode where we talk about how you are always creating results for yourself, but you're not getting the results that you want because you are looking for and finding evidence of why this thought, I'm not getting results, is true. Everything that we think, our brains want to agree with. Your brain really loves to agree with itself because once it agrees with itself, it can get very efficient at thinking that thought. Your brain above almost all else, number one, your brain wants to stay alive. That's always your biological imperative. But after that, your brain wants to stay the same and your brain also wants to make adaptations, just like your body, when necessary so that It can come back to homeostasis. It can come back to being the same, thinking the same things over and over is what your brain is designed to do. It wants to be efficient. It wants to find evidence of why it is right so that it doesn't have to rethink this thought. I'm not getting results is creating for you a situation in which all you can see is that you are not getting results so that your brain can be efficient thinking that thought? It's essentially the same thought as I'm having trouble, truly, as far as like what kind of a feeling it will create for you. And it might be subtly different. That's why I came up with two examples that are similar but different. I'm not getting results. Honestly, for me, it's interesting. Even though I'm, you know, water flowing downhill, I'm always willing to be sad. I'm not getting results actually makes me kind of angry. Gives me that frustration feeling. So it's why I wanted you to tune in to a subtle difference in your thought can create a subtle difference in your feelings. And that subtle difference, even though it's still not a good feeling, it's not happy or confident or excited, it's still on the, on the negative side of the, the feelings wheel. But for me, anger, tends to be not a sit and spin, but more of an explode and get nothing done feeling. <laughs> and I know that you might recognize that in this in your own life. When I am angry, I want to complain. I want to talk. I want to do a million different things. For me, anger is a very, I think of it as scattershot. I have a lot of of doing things when I get angry. I'm not getting results from me personally would lead me to actions like changing everything. Rather than being methodical and scientific about it, I would probably change my calories, change what I'm drinking, change how I'm trying to sleep, change what I'm wearing, what I'm doing, what I've done with my hair, how I talk to people. Like I would probably try to change everything And I wouldn't, because uh, things that we don't do, I wouldn't be methodical about it. My actions wouldn't be carefully planned or thought out. I would probably be very quick and reactive coming from a frustration or anger feeling. I would change something and then get frustrated and angry about that. Or I would do something once and then decide that it wasn't working. Very explosive and not... Helpful actions would come from that thought and feeling combo. Those thoughts, or that thought rather, that feeling of anger or frustration, those actions of the scattershot and the explode and get nothing done would create for me. A situation in which I was not getting results because my friends, results don't come from explosive actions. They don't come from doing one thing, one time, deciding it's not working. It doesn't come from that scattershot activity and lack of planning. Results that you are looking for come from consistency over time. Really specifically, weight loss results come from consistency over time. So a thought like, I'm not getting results, is not going to help you get the results that you want. When we can hone in on what we are thinking versus what we are doing or not doing, we come to the place where we can truly create results that we want in our lives. When you want to get a result like losing weight, I know that you already know what to do. I've already told you what to do. <laughs> I mean, in fact, well, okay, maybe you don't know that I've told you what to do. My friends, if you want to know what to do in order to get weight loss results, down in the description or the show notes wherever you're watching or listening, I will have a link for you to the 50 method, which is my my proven things to do in order to get weight loss results for women over 50. But I will be honest with you that one of the things to do is managing your mind and noticing your thoughts. If I had to guess, I would say that that is the, the one thing that most people skip over because, because noticing your thoughts can feel like it's not part of doing something to get your results. And yet, as we have just realized, thinking is how we do things to get results when you notice what you are thinking, and when you decide to think things on purpose, you can do what it is that you want to do. Now, here's here's why I'm gonna give you a little bit more practical advice on this thinking versus doing. When you think about what you would like to do, I want you to check in with how it makes you feel. Because here's, here's what a lot of us do. We understand that we do have to think about what we wanna do. And so we tell ourselves something like, I'm going to drink my water. And that's me pounding my hand, I'm, if you can hear that on the podcast. <laughs> I'm pounding my hand. I'm being emphatic about this. I'm going to drink my water. And that sounds like, okay, I've had the thought and now I'm gonna do the thing that I wanna do. But I want you to check in when you think I'm going to drink my water. How do you feel? I'll tell you exactly how I feel because drinking my water, the reason I bring this up so frequently is because I have actually not found the magical thought-feeling combo that creates for me the action of drinking my water consistently every single day. It's very interesting to me. I tell you guys to do it. I do it most of the time. I'm about 90%, but there's still sometimes when that action eludes me because of my thoughts. When I think I'm going to drink my water, I actually feel really skeptical. (laughs) I feel skeptical because my brain creates all kinds of evidence for me, finds all kinds of evidence for me of all the times that I have not had my water. My brain, my brain is still Believing a thought that I have trouble drinking my water. And it's fascinating to me to notice it, to work on creating thoughts for myself that feel good, that feel confident, that feel like I'm going to drink my water. And yet I still, I'm still working on this one. We don't just have one thought about things, by the way. Let me, let me get into this muddled mess. It's not just one thought that is going to create a feeling for you that can drive all of the actions that you need to be doing in order to create the results that you want. You will, over the course of getting to whatever results you want, have dozens or hundreds or probably more likely thousands of thoughts. Some of them are gonna be helpful Some of them are going to be unhelpful. And the way that I'm going to have you notice whether or not your thoughts are helpful or unhelpful is to notice what you're doing or not doing. We're gonna bring this back around. The things that you do and don't do are really helpful, truly. They're how you get your results and they're what we are so focused on. When you notice that you are doing the things that you want to be doing in order to get the results that you want to get, pay attention. What are you thinking? What are you feeling? When you notice that you are not doing something and that seems to be the stumbling block between you getting the results that you want, ask yourself, what am I thinking and how am I feeling? Notice all of the chain links on this chain in order to get your results. When we focus only on the doing or the not doing, we're missing the thinking and the feeling, truly. I really, truly, I, I, could, have, I could have called this episode thinking versus feeling versus doing versus not doing versus getting results, <laughs> Because they're all connected. The reason I've referred to it as a chain is because they are all linked. But I want you to understand that they come in order. Thinking is the first chain. Feeling is the thing that will always, always, always come next. Your thoughts create your feelings. Your feelings drive your actions. And then from your actions, yes, absolutely. That's how we get results. With a quick little caveat in there, that it's not just your actions, it's also your inactions. And it's not just results you want, but it's also results that you don't want. When you know all of the parts of the chain, and you can notice your thoughts, your feelings, your actions and your inactions, your results that you want and your unintended results. Noticing all of those parts is what will help you actually get the results that you truly want. My friends, I'm gonna leave you with this little practical piece of advice because I know that you really wanna know, okay, Now I understand it's my thoughts, it's my feelings, it's my actions, and then that finally gets me my results. But what do I do, (laughs) right? Isn't that what you're thinking? What do I do so that I can find my thoughts and my feelings? (laughs) My friends, here's where I'm gonna refer you to how I journal for success. When you journal, when you write out what you are thinking and feeling, that is where you find your thoughts. They're all in your head. All of them are in there when you can get them out, it will help you notice them. It will help you notice what you are thinking and how you are feeling, which is driving your actions and inactions and intended results and unintended results. So what you can do here is you can journal. Thank you guys so much for listening today. I really hope that this was helpful. I know that it was, it was a lot to think about, but also something to do to help you get on your way. (laughs) Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you again soon. So are you totally loving this mindset work and you really want to do it like, you know, every day in order to get your goal? Then my friend, you need to join the Get Your Goal group. It is my personal and private, very interactive coaching and accountability group where every day we talk about your mindset and we get your goal. You can learn all about it at paulabfitness.com slash get dash your Goal. I'll see you in the goal group.